This episode is all about spring cleansing and I'm going to drop seven things that you can do right now, right now, my friends, to really cleanse your life and your business. These things are easier said than done, but you owe it to yourself to at least try. As you head into the spring, it's the perfect time to renew. Renew your mind, renew your strength, renew your life, take your life back. Stop being a victim to your circumstances. Hey, it's Emily here. You know that uniqueness you have? I call it the it factor. We all have it, but some of us either really need to identify it or start to empower it. This show is all about giving you the lessons, tools, and principles I've learned after building a nine-figure sales organization, training leaders around the globe, and working alongside of some of the most influential people in this world. So now it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug in to your new world here. Let's dive in. Why, hello there. It's about that time. It is spring cleansing time. And let me tell you, this time of year gets me so excited. It gets me excited for the possibilities of doing something new, of renewal. I mean, let's not forget that we get to change up our fashion during spring. There's a lightness about spring. Uh, it stays lighter longer. It's warmer weather. But when I really look at life and how I feel and all the intricacies of that freshness, I really think about cleansing and like really cleansing my life, my business, habits I've picked up along the way, maybe throughout the winter that are a little stale that quite frankly need to go. And it is the perfect time to do that. And so this episode is all about spring cleansing. And I'm going to drop seven things that you can do right now, right now, my friends, to really cleanse your life and your business. So sit back, relax, let's Marie Kondo the deal, your health, your well-being, and your entire life. So I'm going to drop down seven things, and maybe one of these things is really the thing that's causing you pain right now. Maybe it's the thing that is causing you to have low energy right now. Maybe it's the thing that's taking you out of the game right now. Maybe it's the thing that is just causing and wasting so much freaking time. And you know, as I go through these things, I want you to think about how am I in this area? How am I when she's talking about this area? How am I? You know, in number one, when I dive into it on a scale of one to 10, where do I rate myself in this area right now? And maybe you don't even realize what has crept in, who has crept in, what habits have crept in that is literally causing you so much energy drainage. And that's not what you're about, but you got busy. You started onboarding new things of your life. You started a new thing and maybe you feel like you are going a million miles 
per hour, but you are getting nowhere fast. And that, my friends, has been me. <laughs> Let me elaborate. So in the past few months, really the better part of a year, I have started multiple new ventures. I'm writing a book. I started a mentorship program company. I have my show that you're listening to right now. Um, sometimes I film in person. This is more of a solo episode. I have my health and wellness company. I have products I'm built, bringing on my speaking that I'm doing a lot more of. There's a lot going on. And as a lot has, has transpired in my life, what I realized was I wasn't doing all to the best of my ability. I wasn't outsourcing everything that I should be. I mean, it was just like, whoa, I'm waking up at 5 a.m. and I'm working as fast as I humanly can. And I still feel like at the end of the day that I'm nowhere closer to where I want to be. And so a lot of this episode is me going through my life and doing what I do and assessing different areas so I can have and gain more energy, so I can gain more clarity and ultimately so I can live a life by design and not living a life that I feel like I'm constantly, you know, spinning plates. So how this looks though, when you're living it, it's, it can feel very frustrating. It can feel very draining. And you're like, what is going on? And I want to give you some love and grace as your sister, who has literally recently gone through the awakening, the great, the great awakening of all this. I want to give you some love and some grace here and like, let's do this together and let's assess together. And as we go through again, I want to hear from you what is one thing that you're like, whoa, this crept up, didn't realize it, or hey, I need to try this, or wow, this was an epiphany because, you know, I'm just the messenger here and I believe God uses us as people, as leaders to speak life into other people and to bring awareness about things. And, and you know what? People done it for me. I'm doing it for you. And let's just keep paying the thing forward. So here we go. Okay. Number one, reassess your relationships. This is all about spring cleansing. Number one is relationships. And I say this because we have two different parts. We have the online relationships, and then we've got the real life relationships. And Either way, they all take away energy or give us energy. And I think it's really, really good from time to time to look online first here and unfollow toxic people that drain your energy. Maybe it's like you find yourself just like getting anxious, even watching them instead of lifting you up. So I would assess that on social. And, you know, maybe it's like a business partner. Maybe it's somebody that you're like, I can't unfollow them. Well, you can certainly mute them. I'll tell you that you can mute them. 
and watch how the energy shifts or maybe things have changed and you used to follow certain accounts and like you don't really follow them anymore. You're not that into politics anymore. You're just finding like you don't care. We'll clean that shiz up, but let's talk about real life. I say this, make a list of the people you come in contact with the most, including friends, roommates, coworkers, family, and make a list. And then on the other side of the list, ask yourself how you feel after being with each person. You know, like, how does it feel energetically? Do you feel like you're uplifted? Do you feel like you're depleted? And you know, the truth is, and I don't know if you need to hear this, maybe you do, but you should only be giving your precious energy and love and attention to people who are deserving of it, people who appreciate you for who you are. And this means you should be proud to have people around you and they should be proud to be around. You should be proud to be around them. They should be proud to be around you. And you should be with people who bring you joy, people that make you feel loved. And if you find that there are certain people that are just quite frankly, just so draining, there's not that equal energy exchange, then maybe you need to make a shift. Maybe you need to limit your exposure to those people. I'm not saying write people off, but I'm just saying like change the game, change the relationship, change the dialogue. If there needs to even be one still, maybe you've outgrown them. It's just the truth. But if there is a person that you find that you have to have in that category, like a jealous coworker or a toxic family member, you can still consciously decide to give them less thought and less energy, even if they still require your time. So assess your relationships. And on the same note, if you're not in thriving relationships or communities, I would assess that too. And if you feel like you need and want a girlfriend or you want to grow friendships, start reaching out just like people would if they wanted to date, reach out to people maybe you find online and see if they might want to meet you for coffee or a walk or try it on. And, you know, I know as adults, it's kind of weird making new friends, but you deserve to have people in your life that uplift you, that pray with you, pray for you, that they're just self-assured. They don't make you question yourself. It's so important. So reassess your relationships. Number two, you know, I'm going here. How's the closet looking? Like truly, how is it? If I walked in your closet right now and I were to look around, is everything in there usable? Meaning, are you wearing it? Do you like it? Or is it kind of like the episode of the hoarders right now where it's like, what happened in here? There's no organization. Are you buying the same things of clothing? Cause you don't even realize you currently already have that thing. I know that that's happened to me before. So it's time to organize. And you know, this is all about having clarity because when you have your stuff organized and you're like, for me, it's color coded, all the blacks, all the bodysuits are together, all the jeans are together, the black pants are together, all the dresses are together. My, you know, more winter clothes, when it's spring, I take them out, I put them into a different closet. 
But then as I'm doing all this, I go, oh, do I love this? Do I need this? Like, is this something that I should donate or sell? Is this something that doesn't fit? Like, you just don't need to hold on to these items. And, you know, like Marie Kondo, since we're on that vibe, like if it doesn't spark joy, just get rid of it because you're never going to wear it. Even clothing items should bring value to your life. It really should. A, a sweater that keeps you warm and you love it and it's like your cozy vibe thing. Keep it. A sparkly necklace that makes you happy. A nice bra that makes you feel sexy. Or a dress that reminds you of a shopping trip you took with your mom. Like these are things that spark joy. If they don't, time to make room for something that will. Or maybe it's time even to like upgrade your style because you're upgrading your brand or maybe you just need to reinvent yourself. Either way, donate excess clothes, clear the clutter. And you know, that goes with everything in your home. Like that's, that's a whole, that's a whole deal. That's a whole episode, but I prefer to have a showroom like home. And why is because think of it when you walk into a model home, think of it when you walk into a showroom, there's a reason you feel so good in there. It's light, it's energetic because there's not clutter. There's not mismatchy things. And this is going to give you energy because if you're trying to get ready and you don't know where stuff is or what you have, that could cost you 40 minutes of throwing things around in your closet and you know, those 40 minutes could be spent somewhere else, let alone the energy that it's going to cost you. Number three, reassess your schedule. Mm -hmm. What can you delete? What can you delegate? That's right. You can and should detox your schedule. Try looking at a few days of the week of your planner to get a better understanding of what you're doing all day, every day, because the truth is if you don't have a schedule and plan out every second of your entire life, consider tracking every activity, tasks, even for a couple days, if you don't currently do this. So you understand how you spend your time, include everything on this list from work projects to five minute Instagram scrolls. So once you really know exactly how you're spending your day or your week, you can reassess what's really worth your time and your energy. But if you don't really take a look, you don't really know, right? Find the pockets of time that feel like a waste, like would be looking at Instagram or TikTok, and reassess how you can fill that time where you feel calmer and happier. And so this is something that I'm really big on. If you, if you've been here for a while, you know that I'm really big on theming your weeks, go check out that episode or theming your days, if you will. And, um, you know, I just think again, like from personal experience, I've had more stuff come on my plate. And so again, I needed to hire on new staff. I've recently hired on, uh, gosh, three new people, three major people for me, um, because I cannot do everything anymore. And I was getting to this point where it was like, I felt like I literally would wake up and I was in a race 
And I just was constantly draining out like every couple days. And I'm like, why am I draining out? And I'm like, oh, I'm doing all these things like that I could be delegating. I could be hiring someone to do it. I could be, you know, creating a better content strategy. So I don't feel like every day I have to reinvent the wheel or, or re-figure out a social media post. And I just felt like I was spinning plates. And so, you know, with assessing everything, I basically categorized everything that I could delegate. And I hired a new employee, actually three new employees, like I said, in different areas. And this is something, you know, we train on a lot in the inter in the It Factor Mentorship Program. You know, you may even think like, oh, I, I don't have um, enough to have staff. Well, you probably do. And you should probably hire before you even think you should hire. And that's just the truth. Otherwise, you're always going to be doing minimal activity. You're always going to be bottlenecked with your productivity even because you're one person and you know it's just so important to reassess the schedule really take a good hard look again at you know what is it that's taking up time i was talking to a girlfriend and she's like oh my gosh i have to work out but it takes me like you know almost three hours once it's all said and done and i was like what are you talking about three hours like dude what are you doing and she's like well my favorite gym is about 30 minutes away. And so by the time I get there, do the workout, drive home, it's a, it's like three hours. And then I take a shower. And by the time I shower, I feel like super drained. <laughs> and I'm like, this is how you're starting your day every day. So what did we do? We reassessed. I'm like, okay, do you need to go to that gym? Could you go somewhere closer? Could you do an at-home workout? And, you know, again... She wouldn't have known this if she wasn't aware. So be aware of what's happening, what needs to go. Maybe you're pursuing something that you no longer really even want to pursue. Or it's like, what, what is this? Why is this on my calendar? Delete, delete and delegate my friends. Number four, refresh your personal finance. Yes, I'm going there in these economic times. And I'll tell you, you know, Many different leading economic experts are saying different things right now, but what I know to be true is this, is that leaders are born in down markets and that people that see opportunity and seize it and build things, they win every single time. That's just how it goes. It's your mindset. But I still do believe you should refresh your personal finance. You know, money is not just something you make and spend. It's your life's energy force. Think about it. Money is an exchange of value for effort and energy. Most people give about 40 hours every single week if they're working or if you're working a traditional job. So take a look at your bank accounts, your credit card statements. I mean, really assess this. Reevaluate how you're spending your life's energy. Does it really bring you joy to go to drinks with a friend? Maybe you don't have fun with them, or maybe you feel like, you know, you just don't need to, to partake in that anymore. Or maybe you feel like 
you know, when you're going to buy something, do I really need this? Is this really essential to me right now? Or what is essential to you? So managing money based on what does and doesn't bring you joy will reduce stress. Okay. It absolutely will. Especially, you know, stuff that comes with spending money on vacations, items, experiences that you truly love. If you look at it from the lens of, does this bring me joy? Like I want to spend my money on experiences. I want to spend my money on, you know, things that truly make my life easier for me. I want to spend money on hiring people because guess what? My mental peace means more to me than, than that. It really does. Like I, I don't, then saving some money. I would rather spend money on things that make sense and save on things that don't make sense. And, you know, when we're just running through life, we quickly have things that are on the automatic statement. They're just getting pulled from your bank account. And you need to start asking yourself, am I even using this? Am I even using this gym membership? Am I even using this massage envy thing, you know, or do I have a hundred banked massages because I don't really like any of the therapists at this place? Like I'm just being real these auto ships, this, this, that, and maybe you are using it, or maybe you need to reassess what you're using either way. It's intelligent to know what's going on in your funds. It's intelligent to know and have a good feeling with your money mindset with your money mindset. So refresh. And if money is a constant stress for you and you feel like you're always coming from a lack energy instead of an abundant energy, try cleansing your spending. Again, cancel reoccurring charges, increase your savings by 5%, order out less, designate certain days of the week where you won't spend any money. And you'll start to see what happens. I also recommend, you know, getting help in this category, getting a good financial planner, getting somebody who, you know, in my line of work, I need somebody who understands self-employed people and really how to make the most of my taxes. For the longest time, I didn't have a master with this and now I do. And he's saved me so much money, time, peace, and energy. So make this a priority. And again, if you come from more of an avoidance personality, you're probably shoving this under the rug. You're probably not wanting to take a look at it. I recommend that you do because it's going to shift a lot of your energy, especially when it comes to spending. And guess what? We spend money dang near every day. So I think it's worth it to figure it out. Don't you? Number five, reassess your faith plan. What do I mean by that? What is your plan? What is your habits? What is your strategy? What is your priorities around your spiritual walk? What does that look like? Is it something where if I were to come into your home, and just watch you for a day, and then let's say a week, would I see things that are helping and building your heart set? I always say you have mindset, heart set, 
get a physical set, right? Your heart set, your soul set, like your soul. What are you doing to fortify yourself? Because I know something to be true is that if you're a leader, which if you're leading even an audience of one, which could be a child, you, you must, you must work on your heart. You must pursue a relationship with God because it will give you the ultimate peace and freedom that no money ever will, no success ever will, no notoriety ever will, no relationship ever will that's earthly. I'm talking about something so much greater than even you and me. And that is your faith. So are you reading the word, the living word of God? And if you're struggling right now with a lack mindset or stepping forward or overwhelm or anxiety or all the strongholds that, you know, I believe that are designed to keep us small. They're designed by the enemy to hold us back. I really urge you to spend time doing the WPP. And what is that? The W is for word. Read the word of God. Let the word seep into your soul. The truth, the truth that you should hear. Not the truth from Instagram, not the truth from somebody you know, but the living word. The P, the second, or the first P is for prayer. Ask God to help you. Talk to him. Like ask away, spend time in prayer. And then the second P is praise. So spend time listening to worship music in a state of gratitude where your frequency will raise. Because when you're in that state, I mean, love and gratitude are the highest. And that's going to uplift you and give you so much clarity. So I call this the WPP. I literally just made it up because this is truly what has just made me love myself more. It's made me feel invincible. It's made me heal from certain things. It's just made me a better woman. And at the end of the day, it's given me boldness. So you got to plug yourself in. And the way to do that is not just by personal development, but it's by spending time with God and having that God development. And, you know, take it a step further as you reassess these spring plans. Are you involved in a good church? Are you going to a good Bible-based church? Are you going, are you in community with people that are also believers And it doesn't matter if you know nothing about this. I recommend just starting somewhere, just showing up and start looking around your town and try out some places and see what fits for you. But I know that when you pursue your faith, God rewards you for that. And that's how I've been able to just birth new things, ideas, It's because I'm constantly talking to God. I'm listening to God. I'm pursuing his word instead of people's word. 
And this is going to give you peace and healing like nobody else ever could. So as we're spring cleansing, maybe the thing you're missing is this. Maybe this is what you're missing and you're not pursuing it. Maybe you're pursuing your business more than you're pursuing your faith. And that, my friends, is going to set you up for failure. As somebody who's done it before, please listen to me and pursue something greater than yourself. And you will find a new momentum in you. He'll give it to you. He'll work it in you, through you. And you're going to be able to make that impact that I know that you want to make. And, you know, when I talk about assessing your faith plan, again, like you have to get really real on where and how you are investing in your faith and who you're listening to. And, and this is why our It Factor mentorship program is faith-based. We have a, a soulful Sunday once a month where it's only... God training. It's only faith-based training. We have also, you know, a, a faith-based chat where we're helping new people explore their faith or people reconnect to their faith. And this is just such a huge part of what I do in the mentorship I provide because I know that if you don't have a good foundation, you're never going to reach your full potential without God. You're just not. So if that's something you're like, I would love to be in that, go to itfactormentorship.com and just hit the request info button and our team will send you info on that. And again, if you want to look more into that, you know, we help you with your personal branding. So have a plan, a crystal clear plan on how you can build your brand and really give you a roadmap for it. I have a content strategy for it to make your life so easy when it comes to building your brand and identifying even what is my brand? How, what does that even look like? We also help you with speaking if you wanna learn how to communicate and selling. So take a look at itfactormentorship.com. Number six, reassess your diet, your overall fitness plan, I think it's more about, honestly, simplifying your diet. It's really what it's about. You know, it's like you don't have to read any labels if you go to the supermarket and you buy food with no labels. I mean, that's just the truth, right? And, you know, as we come out of winter and into spring, it's like not only is, is there different, you know, fruits and veggies and stuff to explore, but I think it's a great time to explore like what is in your kitchen currently and is it things that you want to be eating every day? And like, we just have this philosophy in our house. It's like, we will go on date night and, and, and have, you know, different foods that, that we, you know, don't eat day to day. We still enjoy those things, but we just don't have them in our home. This is not something that we consume. And, you know, if you're just kind of like, buying whatever and, and ordering whatever, eventually that catches up with you. And that really wreaks havoc on your gut. 
right? On your brain, on your energy, on your confidence. Like it's a whole deal. It's a whole deal. So, you know, I offer things like my seven day de-bloat program. Um, I'm constantly guiding people through how to lower their body's inflammation, which a side byproduct of that is, is typically weight loss as well. But just reassess it. Is your fitness plan working out for you? Do you even have one? Or do you feel like, oh my gosh, I've been working all the time and I just completely forgot. Maybe when we, you know, we're looking at reassessing your schedule, maybe you, you've taken on meetings in the morning when that's typically when you want to work out. So again, it's assessing these things. And, you know, I think adding in something super meditative in there is so important you know, whether it's stretching sessions, um, yoga or different things that you like to do or something more meditative as well. It doesn't always have to be like working out, but assessing the nutrition, assessing the fitness. It could be as simple as like adding in a couple of walks or jogs or runs into your routine. Or maybe if you once loved swimming, making a date on your calendar every Thursday to hit the pool, to get in some laps, like just really think about how is your overall health? How do you feel? And I would make that change straight away coming into spring, like no more, no more, no more. We took a stance January one and we were like, this Uber Eats situation, this has got to stop. And since I've done that, I've dramatically shifted my health, like dramatic. I'm not putting in, you know, random oils in my body all the time and things like that. Even though I was ordering clean from Uber Eats or soda, so I thought, you still don't know what they're cooking with. So reassessing those patterns, so important. And then number seven, refine your decision making. Get clear on what it is you're working on. Now, I, I wrote this one because I know that I have a lot of people that are pursuing their dreams. They're building something. You're building something from nothing, or at least you want to. And, you know, decision-making is really exhausting if you don't have a practice for it. If you you know, make delayed decision. I call this de decision fatigue. And, you know, we make a lot of decisions every day, you know, just even with the first few minutes of waking up, whether we want to hit snooze or not, what to wear, which is why you need to clean your closet, which is approximately on a conservative level, a hundred different decisions. That's like, what? I probably have a thousand different decisions, okay? Um, but when to turn on the coffee pot, these little decisions add up. And these are just like little decisions and they start to feel overwhelming. And we start to feel like sometimes we're unable to even make the, mo the most basic decision. Have you ever had that where you're like, why is this so difficult? Why? And this is what was happening to me in my inbox. It was like, this is exciting. I'm grateful this person's reaching out, 
but I can't even write back right now because I'm so exhausted and I, I don't even know what to say and I don't know how to say it and I don't know how to take the next step. And we just get this decision fatigue. And for some people, it's paralysis by analysis. It's like, I don't know what to post. I don't know what to say. And, and this is a real thing. Decision fatigue is real, people. It is real. So to keep up with healthy habits and really to improve your overall well-being, we want to limit decision-making as much as possible and reduce decision fatigue. This is why meal prepping is amazing or signing up for workout classes in advance or put your workouts in your calendar or do the dishes right after dinner to elim eliminate the choice to do them later and to try to have a go-to outfit formula so you don't have to think about what to wear and you just kind of have your basics. All these little things like setting up systems. So in business, we have systems and strategies. But have you ever considered that for your life's practice? Because again, if you don't have a plan of what I'm doing, what I'm making for dinner, it's like you just start to feel like crazy. So what area of your life right now do you think you're like, I need to redefine this because this ish ain't working out for me. I need to reassess the way that I make decisions. What area is that for you? What area? And if you, if you really take a look at these seven things that I've just gone through, they all kind of flow together, right? Like, you know, reassessing your fitness plan really impacts your decision-making and, you know, really impacts reassessing your schedule and really impacts, like if you're trying to maybe get out there and date, even your relationships, cause you're going to have more confidence. And then, you know, it's like they all flow together. And if you really like take a look at these seven things, like the overarching theme is going to give you more energy and not take away your energy. It's going to give you more energy, which is ultimately going to give you more clarity, which is ultimately going to give you more peace. And isn't that what we're all looking for? So the truth is these things are easier said than done but you owe it to yourself to at least try, at least try. Cause now, you know, it's not that you don't know, you know, you know better. So how would I implement these things? And how am I doing this right now in this season of life, popping off, going into spring? I would say this, do one thing every day for seven days, one thing. And if your schedule is bananas crazy, then maybe you start to implement, I'm going to focus on these two things this weekend. And I'm going to like erase, delete, backspace, this deal. I'm going to do the closet this time. Pop it off in your calendar. Like what are, what are the times you're doing it? When are you doing it? How are you doing it? And just do it. Or if you have the liberty, do one thing every day for seven days. And Marie Kondo, your life, 
your business, your well-being as you head into the spring. It's the perfect time to renew. Renew your mind. Renew your strength. Renew your life. Take your life back. Take it back. Stop being a victim to your circumstances. That's kind of what's happening here. It's what happened to me. I was like, wow, I pride myself on not being a victim, but in reality, I'm actually being a victim in certain areas because I'm not doing anything about these things that are causing me overwhelm. And that, that's not cool by me. And I know it's not cool by you or you would not be listening to this right now. Let's reassess, let's redefine, and I want to hear all about it. So as you take on the seven day, tag me on Instagram. And if, as you're doing something, maybe you're in the closet, maybe it's in the calendar, maybe it's the fitness thing, maybe it's the food thing, maybe it's, you know, delegating and hiring out. Maybe it's making strategy for a decision fatigue area that you're really getting fatigued out. I don't know what it is. Or maybe it's your faith. Maybe you find a new church, a new book. If you need any resources, you let me know. I am here for you. Or maybe just maybe you're ready for next level mentorship and you take that leap. And that's going to really cleanse your life and put you on a path to success because mentorship does. Without it, you waste time. So that is the episode for today. I want to hear all about what you're implementing. Let's do it together and let's create peace and freedom and take back our life and our energy, my friends. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you soon.